y si abren ahí en su libro en la primera página hay un título the first page uh, the white page there the covenant el, la, el título que se llama el pacto man and the verse the key verse for this section is this in Genesis 15:5-6 and also verse 18 it says and he brought him forth abroad and said look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them and he said unto them so shall thy seed be And then verse 18, And the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land. Y el verso clave va a ser en, en Génesis capítulo 15, verso um, de 5 a 6 y el 18, ¿no? Dice, y, y, lo llevó, y lo llevó fuera y le dijo, Mira ahora los cielos y cuenta las estrellas, si las puedes, si las puedes contar. Y le dijo, Así será tu descendencia. Y el verso 18, en aquel día hizo Jehová un pacto con Abraham diciendo, a tu descendencia daré esta tierra. Amen. So this is the promise that God gave to Abraham that he would have the land of Canaan. Así que esta es la promesa que Dios dio a Abraham de que él poseería esta tierra de Canaán. And what we're going to study in this part is the reason for this covenant. Y lo que vamos a estudiar en esta parte es la razón de este pacto. In just a while we're going to look at several reasons why covenants are even made. Y en un momento veremos por qué aún los pactos se hacen. But we want to understand why we have to even study this part. Pero no, no entenderemos ni por qué estudiamos esto. No, we have to understand. We have to understand why. The covenant was the beginning of it all. And as you read throughout the Word of God, I was looking at the word covenant tonight and, and, and I found it in the Old Testament alone, I found that word 264 times. Se existe 264 veces se menciona. How many think that's a lot of times, right? It must be important. Debe ser importante. Must be important. Debe ser de importancia. Even if it's said twice, that's enough, right? Aún si se repite dos veces es suficiente con But esto. God refers back to this idea of covenant again and again and again. Pero Dios se refiere a esta idea de pacto una y otra vez. And the whole idea of them going to that promised land it was based founded upon the idea of a covenant. Y toda esta idea de ir a la tierra prometida estaba basado sobre la idea del pacto mismo. Those who made it into the promised land and were faithful there y aquellos que llegaron a esta tierra prometida y fueron fieles ahí were described as those who kept God's covenant. Fueron descritos como aquellos quienes guardaron el pacto de Dios. Those who were not faithful and did not enter. Y aquellos que no fueron fieles y no entraron. Are described as those who broke God's covenant. Son descritos como aquellos que quebrantaron el pacto de Dios. So everything is based in the idea of covenant. Así que todo es basado en, en la idea de este pacto. Right? And uh, you'll see on this first page we have three important points there. The importance of looking back. Si vemos esta página la importancia por ejemplo de volver a ver Ver hacia atrás. Look with me in Isaiah 51. And I want to give you an example of how the prophets and, and the people that exhorted the Jews to, to go be faithful to God, how they made use of the idea of covenant. Y vean cómo los profetas exhortaban al pueblo con la idea de que fueran fieles a que, lo, a que el pueblo de Dios recordara, ¿no? El pasado. The importance of looking back or uh, reflecting upon the past. La importancia de reflejar sobre el pasado. Remembering where it all started. Recordar donde todo empezó. Amen. Amen. When you and I como contigo y conmigo, forget the covenant made with us, cuando olvidamos ese pacto que fue hecho we'll con nosotros, start 
faltering and stumbling also. Vamos a empezar también a titubear y a caer también. Amen. Amen. We need to remember it. Tenemos que recordar. When we forget about the blood. Cuando nos olvidamos de la sangre. We lose our confidence in our walk. Perdemos nuestra confianza en nuestro caminar. We begin doing it on our own. Comenzamos con nuestras fuerzas. When we forget the covenant. Cuando olvidamos el pacto. Made upon that cross through the blood of Christ. Hecho sobre esa cruz con la sangre de Cristo. We begin to stumble. Empezamos a a a, a titubear. We begin ¿no? frustrated. Nos frustramos. We begin doing it in our own strength. Empezamos con nuestras fuerzas a hacerlo. And things don't go too well like that, do they? Y las cosas no nos van tan bien. So God wants to teach us how to be a covenant people. Here in Isaiah 51, Isaiah says this. For he says, "Listen to me, ye that follow after righteousness, and you that seek the Lord." Okay, how many fall into that category here tonight? Anybody here? Amen. Then listen to Isaiah. Right? If you're seeking after righteousness and seeking the Lord then what must you do? Look unto the rock from whence you were hewn into the hole of the pit from which you were dug. How many were dug up, digged up from a pit? Amen. Digged up miry clay, a horrible pit. The Bible says. Dice de un de un terrible hoyo que lo sacó el Señor. Right, ¿no? right. And he says, look back, remember. And then, then verse two. Here's the key. Y en el verso dos vemos la clave, ¿no? Look unto Abraham, your father. Se mirad a Abraham, vuestro padre. And unto Sarah, who bare you. <laughs> y a Sara que os dio a luz. For I called him alone. I called him alone dice, le llamé solo. and blessed him y le and increased him. Y lo okay, so then he goes on to continue his exhortation. Y con su But acá. the key is this. Pero la clave If we want to go on, si continuar then remember adelante. we've got to look back. Recordemos If we want to go forward, si adelante, we've got to remember something from the past. Que algo del Or we'll forget what's going on. Lo que está now, now combine that well, uh, Actually, this is under strengthening the foundations. Y esto uh, quizás cabe ahí donde, donde dice eh, fortalecer la fundación. Yeah, that's punto A. It's, it's not written in Spanish there, but it means strengthen the foundations is what it says. La letra A no, donde dice quizás fortalecer la fundación. Isaiah 51, verse 1. Isaiah 51, verse 1 and 2. Right, look unto Abraham. Dice, mirad Abraham. Right, and, and if you will, look with me in Psalm 11. Y si pueden, miremos también en Salmo 11. Psalm 11. Salmo 11. Psalm 11, it says this to us. Nos dice. Psalm 11, and verse 3. Salmo 11, el verso 3. It says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Dice, si fueran destruidos los fundamentos, ¿qué han de hacer los justos? Amen. We need to remember those foundations. Tenemos que recordar estos fundamentos. Remember from where we came. Recordar de dónde venimos. Remember the pit. Recordemos ese. Remember the hole. Ese hoyo. Remember the 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 rock pit we came from. We were cut from. Recordemos aquel hueco en el cual fuimos cortados. And as we go on remembering those things, mientras recordamos estas cosas, we'll be strengthened also. Vamos a ser fortalecidos también para seguir adelante con Dios. Amen. 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 Second Peter, you can write this down also. Second Peter, chapter one. We looked at this a couple weeks ago, but the importance of uh, of uh, making our calling sure. 
también esto hace dos semanas, pero eh, trata con la importancia de uh, hacer nuestro llamamiento firme, afirmarlo. Here he talks about the importance of growing in our Christian virtues and our Christian lifestyle. Y aquí habla de la importancia de crecer en nuestra vir nuestras virtudes cristianas, nuestra uh, vida también, este estilo de vida. And he says this. Y, y nos dice If esto, these things are in our life and they are growing, que si estas cosas están en nuestras vidas y, y, y crecen, then we're doing well. Bueno, que estamos haciendo But bien. But if we find these things lacking in our lives if brotherly kindness is not growing si el amor no está if patience si self-control are not things that are increasing in our lives son cosas que no están vida. that righteousness we're seeking after seems further away and he says there's a reason for it bueno, dice que hay una razón aquí. For, number verse 9 he points to two directions Second Peter chapter 1 verse 9 He says he that lacks these things He who lacks these things and he points two directions He says he can't see afar off thinking about the, the thinking about the, the vision of God for God, for our future and our first purpose pensando esa visión de Dios para nuestro futuro el propósito de él but he points to the back also pero también apunta hacia atrás he forgot se ha olvidado that he was purged from his sins la purificación de sus antiguos pecados do you see that vemos eso do you see that vemos eso do you see the need we have of always remembering where we came from vemos la necesidad de recordar siempre de dónde hemos venido strengthening the foundations de fortificar That's where the Israelites failed. They forgot the covenant. Right, look with me. This is going in point B on this on this page one. You can write under here Israel's only failure. Right, Israel's only failure. Look with me in Psalm 78. Psalm 78. We read here what happened with them. Leemos acá qué pasó con él. And 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 here the psalmist is is singing a song. Y aquí el salmista canta este canto. He says we're going to tell our children these things. Y él dice diremos a nuestros hijos estas cosas. And verse four. Verso cuatro. We're not going to hide these things from our children. Dice que no encubriremos estas cosas de nuestros hijos. We're going to show them from generation to generation. Si no queremos se las mostraremos de generación en generación. Remember we shared back a few uh, uh, we shared a few weeks ago that the real success of a father is not seen in his children but in his children's children. Y recuerdan que semana Hablamos, discutíamos de que el verdadero éxito de un padre no es visto en sus hijos, sino en los hijos de sus hijos. How many want to take that for a goal at, for being a parent? Amen. ¿Y cuántos quizás tomar eso como una meta o sea, de ser padre hoy aquí, ¿no? Amen. Amen. What a goal. ¿Qué meta? Not just our children. No solamente nuestros hijos, pero children. los hijos de nuestros hijos. That's the glory of the grand of the, of the, of the, of the grandfathers. Y esa es la gloria de un abuelo. Amen. So we're going to show them to the children to come. Se las mostraremos a los hijos que, vien, que vienen. And this whole psalm is remembering things. Y todo este salmo habla de recordar cosas. There are basically three main psalms. You might want to write this down. If you remember, there's a page at the beginning uh, with, a, with a, the cute little guy looking up into heaven there. <laughs> y hay tres cosas. Meditating on God's word. Quizás escribieron esta esa página con 
Ese que está ahí recordando cosas, meditando. How many look like this guy when you're reading the Bible in the morning? ¿Cuántos se ven como este ahí, no? Cuando leen su Biblia. Is your nose up or your nose down? Está con su nariz para arriba o para abajo. This guy's in love with the Lord, amen. Y ese que está ahí está en amor con la palabra. On this page it says key references from Psalms. Y en esa página habla de las referencias clave de los salmos. Let me give you three Psalms that would be very good to read. Y déjeme darles tres salmos que son muy buenos de leer. Psalm 78. Salmo 78. Psalm 105. Salmo 100. And Psalm 106. Once again, three psalms that are important about this whole journey. They tell the whole story. Tres salmos importantes que hablan de esta jornada. Dicen toda la historia. Two of them are re, are are are, are, are uh, they show the shameful things. And they they're, they're rebuking Israel for their failure. Dos de ellos muestran las cosas vergonzosas y te reprenden a Israel. Psalm 78 and Psalm 106 are talking about the failures of Israel. Salmos 78 y 106 hablan de estas de las fallas de Israel. Psalm 106 simply talks about no I'm sorry Psalm 105 is the one that talks about the victories they had and how God was faithful. Y el Salmo 105 habla de las victorias que tuvieron y cómo Dios fue fiel con ellos. So once again references from the Psalms is Psalm 78. Así que las referencias son Salmo 78. Psalm 105. Salmo 105. Psalm 106. Y el Salmo 106. Talks about and, and just read those and you'll get a different perspective on this journey. Leamos eso y vamos a ver a tener una una perspectiva diferente acerca de esta jornada. Okay, back to that first page of the covenant. Y de regreso a esa primera página del pacto. Where it says Israel's only failure point B, donde habla de la única falta o falla de Israel, is that they forgot. Es de que se olvidaron. They forgot the covenant. Se olvidaron el pacto. Psalm 78. Salmo 78. Verse 5. Verso 5. Talks how God established a testimony in Jacob. Habla de cómo estableció Dios el testimonio en Jacob. Verse 6. El verso 6. The generation to come might know them. Para que lo sepa la generación venidera. Even the children which should be born y los hijos que nacerán, who should arise and declare them to their children los que se levantarán y lo contarán a sus hijos. verse 7 they might set their hope in God now just a question uh, when was this psalm written? Fue este salmo before the journey? Antes de la jornada? before Moses? Antes de Moisés? or after? Or después? After, right? Después, eh? right? After, before settling Canaan or after settling Canaan? después de antes de que se estableciera en Canaán o después de establecerse en Canaán. After, right? Después, ¿no? Okay, so he's talking and already he's going to talk about the failures here. Y estaban y ya va a hablar acerca de sus faltas acá. Okay, he says this. Y nos dice. In verse 7 that they might set their hope in God. Verso 7, así de que pongan su confianza en Dios. And not forget the works of God. Y no se olviden de las obras de Dios. But keep his commandments. Pero que guarden sus mandamientos. And not be a not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart right and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Verso 8 de que no sean como sus padres generación contumaz y rebelde, generación que no dispuso su corazón y fue fiel para con Dios su espíritu. Amen. In verse 10, y el verso 10, they kept not the covenant of God. No guardaron el pacto de Dios. In verse 11, y el verso 11, they forgot his works and his wonders that he showed them. Sino que se olvidaron de sus obras y de las maravillas que le había mostrado. Amen. Well, what a sad thing. ¿Qué, qué cosa más look, look in verse, 35, verse 36. 36. Nevertheless, they did flatter God with their mouth and they lied unto Him with their tongues. Pero le lincio, le lincio, 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 con su boca. Right? Mm. ¿Cuántos saben lo que es lisonjear? Oh, Martín. You're a wonderful man. Oh, Martín. Dando casaca, ¿no? you, every, 
Everything you do is so wonderful, Martin. Oh, you're so good at that. Can you give me five dollars? Right, right. With an ulterior motive. Right. Is that right? Is that? They they flattered God. And it tells why. It tells why. Verse 37. Their heart was not right with them. With them. Neither were they steadfast in His covenant. In verse 38. And yet God was still compassionate. Well, verse 41. They turned back and tempted him again. Verse 42. They remembered not his hand. In verse 56. They tempted and provoked him. Verse 57. They turned back and dealt unfaithfully. So you see, this whole idea of covenant is important to God. What happens in our lives is based on that covenant our relationship to the covenant how we understand it how often we remind ourselves of it makes the difference of how we walk in the Lord you say amen amen, amen. now of course our, the covenant we have is made through Jesus Christ amen we sang tonight that our sins are nailed to the cross Amen. Amen. And, and we're no, no longer defeated. Our sins have been nailed to the cross. And because of the blood, we have victory. But we've got to remember many things. Okay, we're going to study a little, little bit more about that. But um, there's a lot of verses in Psalms about covenant. Look with me in Psalm 105. Psalm 105 and verse 8. 105 y el verso 8. This is the story. This, this, this is a good picture of the Israel, of, of God's call upon Israel. Y este es quizás el retrato bueno, bonito, ¿no? De Israel, de Dios de Israel. Psalm 78 and Psalm 106 focuses on Israel's disobedience. Salmo 78 y 106 enfoca la desobediencia de Israel. But Psalm 105 show, focuses on God's faithfulness. Pero el Salmo 105 enfoca la fidelidad de Dios. Amen. So it starts Amen. off by talking about, remember, in verse 5, remember his works. Así que empieza ese con recordar sus obras. Verse 4, uh, seek the Lord. Verso 4, buscad a Jehová. In his strength. Y su poder. Seek his face. Buscad su rostro. Something like Isaiah was telling us earlier, isn't Algo it? Algo similar a lo que Isaiah nos dijo adelante, ¿no? How do you do that? ¿Cómo hacemos How eso? How do you seek the Lord? ¿Cómo le buscamos? How do you seek his face? ¿Cómo buscamos su well, rostro? Well, he tells us in bueno, verse 5. Nos dice en el verso 5. Remember. Acordado. His marvelous works. De sus maravillas. Amen. Amen. Okay. In verse six. Verso seis. What is his works? Seed of Abraham. Talks about verse eight. He remembered his covenant. Si acordó su, de su pacto. Verse nine. Verso nueve. Covenant made with Abraham. Pacto que juró Abraham. His oath unto Isaac. Isaac. Confirmed the same unto Jacob. What's the covenant? ¿Cuál es este pacto? Verse eleven. Verso once. Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan. The lot of your inheritance. A ti te daré la tierra de Canaán como porción de vuestra heredad. Amen. That was the covenant. That was the that was the basics of it. Eso eso era lo lo básico de este pacto. Amen. Praise Amen. Amen. Has God been faithful to the Jews even to this day, right? <laughs> oh, God's been so patient with them. Dios ha sido tan paciente con ellos. Amen. Think about it. Think about it. Wow. Okay. Uh, in, in verse. Uh, 
In Psalm 106, en el Salmo 106, 106 in verse 45, el verso 45, uh, talking about when the Israelites they they went and began worshiping other gods and doing all kinds of wicked things. Hablando de cuando los israelitas se alejaron y fueron a adorar otros ídolos. And he gave them over to the hand of their enemies. Y les entregó a las manos de sus enemigos. It says in verse 45, lo dice el verso 45, that he heard their cry. Dice que se acordaba de su de su clamor. And what did he do? Y qué hizo? He remembered his covenant. Se acordó de su pacto. And repented according to the multitude of his mercies. Amen. You know, it doesn't matter how far and how badly you mess up. It doesn't matter how much of a failure you feel like. If you can come back with, to God with a sincere heart and say, God, remember your covenants. Remember your covenants. The blood of your son. La sangre de tu hijo. God will be exceedingly merciful to us. Dios será uh, grandemente misericordioso contigo. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And look how Daniel prays. Y vean, veamos cómo Daniel. Daniel chapter 9. En Daniel capítulo 9. You see? And, and again, um, of course, there, he's referring to the, the earthly covenant God made with Abraham. We can compare that with a covenant made with Jesus Christ. Podemos ahora compararlo con ese pacto que Dios hizo con Jesucristo. And we can pray the same way. Y orar así de esa misma manera. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel capítulo 9. We have to understand Israel is in captivity. Entendamos que Israel está cautivo. They're defeated. Están derrotados. There's no hope. No hay esperanza. It doesn't look like any hope at all. No parece como que hay esperanza. They're, they're, they're in bondage. Están en cautividad. Babylon is the king is the kingdom of the world now. Babilonia es la la nación que reina. And, and, and here Daniel is in captivity in, in Babylon. Y aquí Daniel se encuentra cautivo en, Bab en Babilonia. Knowing that it's because God allowed it to happen. Da re realizando right? que Dios lo ha permitido. Daniel understood that they were in captivity because they disobeyed God. Daniel entendió que estaban en cautividad porque desobedecieron. You a know Dios. what happens to a lot of people when they backslide? They say, "There's no hope for me." Y saben qué pasa con muchos cuando se descarrían que dicen, "No hay más esperanza para mí." They don't even think of turning back. Ni aún piensan en regresar. But you know what? ¿Pero saben qué? Here's Daniel. He knows God allowed all this to happen to him. But he turns to God. He says, oh God. Let's read how he prays. He says in verse 3, uh, I set my face unto the Lord by to seek him by prayer and supplication. In verse 4. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, Oh Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Señoré a Jehová mi Dios e hice confesión diciendo ahora Señor Dios grande digno de ser temido que guardas el pacto y la misericordia con los que te aman y guardan tus mandamientos. Amen. What a wonderful way to learn to pray. Qué manera más maravillosa de aprender a orar. To remember that covenant. Recordar ese pacto. That God has made. Que Dios ha hecho. To remember that God is faithful. Recordar que Dios that es fiel. Even when we deny him, que aun cuando le negamos he still remains faithful. Él aún permanece fiel. Because he can't deny himself. Porque él no puede negarse a sí mismo. <laughs> And that brings us to our third point here. Y eso nos 
nos trae aquí al tercer punto. This idea of covenant. Esta idea de pacto. And remembering the covenant originally made with us. Y recordar ese pacto original que fue hecho con Cristo. It's a tremendous security in our lives. Es una seguridad tremenda para nuestra vida. Tremendous security. Una seguridad tremenda para nuestra vida. To know where he brought you from. Saber de dónde él nos trajo. To know what he's done. Saber que lo que él ha hecho. To know that he gave his son. Saber que dio a su hijo. Amen. 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 Remember we read uh, if you look look with me back in Deuteronomy. Y recuerdan que como leímos en Deuteronomio. Remember in Deuteronomy God says, "Hey, once you get to that land, en Deuteronomio dijo una vez que lleguen a la tierra, Moses is telling the people on God's part, he says, "When you get to that land, y cuando él le dice cuando lleguen a esa tierra, don't forget, no olviden how you got there. Cómo llegaron. It's not because of your righteousness. Que no fue por su justicia. <laughs> verse Deuteronomy chapter 9. En el capítulo 9. Verse Deuteronomy chapter 9 and verse um, 6. Verse 6. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, the whole chat, starting in the very beginning here. Uh, verse 3. Understand therefore this day. Dice el verso 3. Entiende pues hoy. Uh, and verse 4 after the enemies are cast out don't say in your heart for my righteousness una vez que sean echados tus enemigos no piensa en tu corazón por mi justicia because it's not for your righteousness porque no es por tu justicia it's for the wickedness of the nations sino que por la impiedad de estas naciones verse 5 verso 5 it's not for your righteousness no es por tu justicia or for the uprightness of your heart ni por la rectitud de tu corazón but because of the wickedness of the nations sino por la impiedad de estas naciones and the last part of that verse 5 and that he may perform the The word which the Lord swore unto thy fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Y la última parte del verso 5 es para confirmar la palabra que Jehová juró a tus padres Abraham, Isaac, y Jacob. Think about that. Pensemos en eso. Just think about that. Pensemos en eso. Here God is saying it's not because of you. Y aquí Dios dice no es por tu por, por razón tuya. Amen. ¿no? God chose us in Christ before the world began. Y Dios nos escogió en Cristo desde antes de la fundación del, del mundo. Ephesians 1 verse 4. Ephesians 1 verse 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bendito sea nuestro Dios y Padre, ¿no? Who has chosen us? Que nos ha escogido in Christ, en Cristo. Before the world began. Antes dice que, que de la fundación del mundo. That means it has nothing to do with you and I. O sea que no tenía nada que ver contigo. Has nothing conmigo. to do with how we've lived. No tenía nada que ver con cómo hemos vivido. Has nothing to do with our our talents or our abilities. Nada que ver con nuestros talentos habilidades. Can you say Amen? Amen. God didn't choose you because He saw something good in you. Yo no te he escogido porque haya visto nada bueno en ti. Because you weren't even born yet when He chose you. How many can say amen? Amen. He chose you before he knew you. And he knew you before you even existed. There's no hope for us thinking. You know, we get so proud sometimes. Is that right? Sí, we get so proud. A veces nos orgullecemos tanto. We we do something and we want to make sure everybody knows that we did it. Hacemos algo y queremos que que todo el mundo sepa, ¿no? Hey, that was me. Eso fui yo. And God comes and says, "What are you doing, David?" Y Dios viene y dice, "¿Qué estás haciendo?" That wasn't you. Eso no fue tú. That was me. That was my grace. Fue mi gracia. And now we can claim all the failures, though, if you want. Ahora sí podemos reclamar, reclamar todas las fallas si queremos. But all the glory needs to go to God. Pero la gloria es para Dios. All the glory, no flesh can glory. Dice que en su presencia nada, no hay carne que se glorie. You can write down there and, and uh, under letter C our greatest security. Write down also 2 Timothy 1:9. Y pueden también escribir ahí bajo la letra C en nuestra gran seguridad, ¿no? De que Primera de Timoteo, Second Timothy one nine. Second Timothy one nine. Paul is telling Timothy this very thing. Y aquí Pablo le dice a Timoteo esto mismo. Second Timothy one nine. Segunda de Timoteo 
1.9. He says, who hath saved us and called us. Quien nos salvó y llamó. He saved us and called us. Nos salvó y llamó. Not according to our works. No conforme a nuestras obras. But according to his own purpose and grace which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Si no según el propósito suyo de la gracia que nos fue dada en Cristo Jesús antes de los tiempos de los siglos. Now, do you see where you can have a tremendous assurance to be faithful to God in those words? Ahora podemos ver dónde cómo podemos tener una seguridad tremenda en que ¿Cómo poder ser fiel a Dios? It doesn't depend on you. No depende en nosotros. Depends on His grace. Depende en su gracia. Have you ever heard somebody say? ¿Alguna vez ha oído a alguien decir? Oh, I don't have any, I don't have any grace for that. Oh, yo no tengo la gracia para eso. How many, how many, how many here have ever said that before? ¿Cuántos han dicho eso antes? I don't, have, huh? I don't have, I don't have grace for that. Oh, yo no tengo la gracia para eso. Yeah, what we're trying to do is excuse ourselves from doing something we don't want to do. I learned a long time ago that you never will have grace until you say yes. I'll never forget the first time they asked me to, to, to preach and I wasn't ready. I, 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 was, I was just there playing the music and my mind was, a, I felt like I was a thousand miles away. Volaba, no a mil millas por hora. I certainly didn't feel like I could preach. Ciertamente no me sentía listo a predicar. I was still very young. Aún era muy joven. But that, 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 an elder pastor came over to me and said, I, I think the Lord wants you to preach. pastor vino y me dijo, creo que el Señor quiere que prediques. My mind went a thousand miles an hour. Y mi mente comenzó a maquinar mil millas por hora. I didn't know what to say. No sabía qué decir. I couldn't think of anything. No podía pensar en nada. I couldn't think of a message. No podía pensar en un and mensaje. I, said, I don't. I don't, I don't I wanted to say something. Y quería decir algo, ¿no? But that same pastor had taught me. Pero ese mismo pastor me enseñó. Don't say no. No digas no. So, what could, what could I do? Así que, ¿qué, qué, ¿Qué hacía? You see, what I was really afraid of was this. De lo que tenía temor era esto. That I would get up in front of the people. Que iba a parar en frente de todos. And fall flat on my face. Y quizá caer postrado en Make el a big fool out of myself and everybody laugh at me. Hacer el ridículo que todos se rieran de mí. That's what I was really afraid of, right? Y eso tenía miedo yo. And what's that? ¿Y qué es eso? Where does that come from? ¿De dónde viene eso? Where does that come from? ¿De dónde viene eso? Pride. Ah, orgullo. So, I said, okay. Está bien. And you know what? ¿Saben qué? I didn't have a whole lot of grace to start off with. <laughs> no tenía mucha gracia para empezar. I felt like there was sawdust in my mouth. Me sentí como que tenía cerilla en mi boca. I didn't know what to say. No sabía qué decir. I didn't decir. even know what verse to start on. Ni aun qué verso empezar. But a little thought came into my mind. Pero un pensamiento vino a mi mente. Lord, if it's what you want me to do, Señor, esto es lo que quieres que haga. You'll give me grace. Tú me darás gracia. And all of a sudden, peace came. Y de repente, paz vino. And something began to flow. Y algo empezó a fluir. And I shared a message that I had to take notes while I was sharing it. Y compartí un mensaje que tenía que tomar notas mientras compartía. I said, how did that happen? Because there's grace. There's grace. It's already there. You see, it's not. Well, I don't, that's that's not my grace. You know, we have all kinds of spiritual terms, right? Solemos ser tan espirituales y esa no es mi gracia. Like you know, nursery. No, I don't have grace for that. Oh, nursery. Right? Yo no tengo la gracia para eso. I don't have grace for that. Yo no tengo gracia para eso. Not today, anyway. Hoy no. The question is, it doesn't matter if you think you do or you don't. The question is, God wants you to do it. Pero la pregunta es no es que si si tienes o no la decisión, sino de que si Dios quiere que lo hagas. God wants you to do it. Si Dios quiere que lo hagas. What's that mean? ¿Qué significa eso? There's grace. Hay gracia. You say amen. Amen. 
Oh, we got to get our minds renewed. Oh, tenemos que renovar nuestra Tremendous mente. security. Es una seguridad tremenda. Tremendous security. Seguridad muy tremenda. That this grace de que esta gracia and God's purpose already written down before the world began. The only thing we should be afraid of de lo único que debemos de temer is not doing His will. Es de no hacer su voluntad. Amen. Amen. And boy, when we get a hold of that, you can, you can do anything for Jesus. Dios, cuando nos agarramos de esto, puedes hacer lo que sea you por can Jesús. Do anything for Jesus. Puedes hacer cualquier cosa por Cristo. Amen. Amen. Think about that. Tremendous Pensemos security. Pensemos en eso. Una gran, una gran seguridad. Remembering. Recordando. This covenant. Recordar ese pacto. Made in Christ Jesus. Que fue hecho en Cristo Jesús. Before the world began. Antes de la fundación okay, del mundo. Okay, let's go to the next page quickly. Y si tomamos la otra página rápidamente. Um, page two of this uh, section. La página dos de esta sección. Starts off at the top saying God's purpose for this journey. Es el propósito de Dios para esta jornada. God's purpose for this journey. El propósito de Dios para esta jornada. Now again, the next point A and point B are not in um, are not in Spanish. Nuevamente el punto A y el punto B no están en español. But, but Martin's going to translate them for you real quick. Uh -huh. Tell them what both A and B say. Go ahead and tell them in Spanish. Okay, el punto A sería la el Yeah, the, the idea, okay, let me give you the idea of it real quick, okay, now, that's a complicated word, okay, that's probably why, okay, if you take and you fill something up with dirty water, sí. if you fill a cup up with dirty water, sí, una taza con agua sucia, ¿no? and you take some clean water y tomas agua limpia, and pour it in there quickly, y la, la derramos ahí, the clean water la agua, el agua limpia, will dispossess the dirty water. Va entonces a... a bueno, desalojar entonces el agua sucia, ¿no? Okay, we'll figure out a word and have it in there for our next uh, session. But the, the idea is this, is that God wanted them to possess a land that was already possessed by wickedness. Pero la idea es que Dios quería que poseyésemos una tierra que era poseída por estas naciones, estas naciones iniquas, ¿no? That's right, is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. The idea is this: God, even when they were to go into that land, God says, "Listen, you're not going to be able to cast them out all at one time. You're going to have to do it little by little." Deuteronomy chapter seven. Just write this down into that point. You're going to do it little by little. As the Israelites grew, their presence, upholding God's righteousness, would drive out the other wicked nations. Here's the idea. Deuteronomy 7. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 22. It says this, The Lord thy God will put out these nations before thee by little and little. Thou mayest not consume them all at once, lest the beasts of the field increase upon thee. <laughs> mm. 
Dice, Jehová tu Dios echará estas naciones de delante de ti poco a poco y no podrás acabar con ellas enseguida para que las fieras del campo no se aumenten contra ti. Okay, you got that picture? ¿Ah? ¿Entendemos eso? God is saying, you're not going to be able to, in other words, you know, let me ask you this question first of all. Oh, primeramente, les hago una pregunta. Do you think it would have been possible for God que hubiera sido posible para Dios to cause fire and brimstone to fall upon the whole country of, uh, of Canaan and just burn up everybody? Could he have done that? Pudo haber hecho eso. Poof. Start over again. Y nuevamente empezar de nuevo. He could have done that, right? Pudo hacer eso. That wasn't God's purpose. Pero no era el propósito de Dios. How many of you wish that that would happen in your life, though? Y cuántos quisieran acá que eso pasara en su vida? God just says, poof, no more Martin, all Jesus. No más ya de ti. Is that right? Don't you wish that would happen in your life, just just like that? ¿No te gustaría que eso pasara en tu vida? I mean, you just wake up and say, oh, I'm a saint. Y de repente te despiertas y eres un santo. It's done. Ya está hecho. Finished. Take me, take me home, Lord, right? Alberto, llévame, señor, ya. But that's not God's purpose. No es el propósito His de Dios. purpose is little by little. Su propósito es poco a poco. Now, I want you to join with us, but you wrote that verse there in, in Deuteronomy 7, verse 22. Y ese verso de Deuteronomio 7, 22. Now, I want you to combine that with a verse that Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 12. I believe it's 12 anyway. Matthew chapter 12. He says this. Matthew chapter 12, starting with verse 43. Empezando con el verso 43. Matthew 12, verse 43, he talks verse. about a generation. Capítulo 12, verso 43, habla de una generación. Now, some people even use these verses to explain about <coughs> casting out demons. Algunos que aún explican con este verso el de echar fuera demonios. But the fact is he's referring to a whole generation here. Pero el hecho de que está hablando acerca de toda una generación acá. Uh-huh. But we start off in verse 43. He says this, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, dice cuando el espíritu inmundo sale del hombre, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Anda por lugares secos buscando reposo y no lo haya. Okay, verse 44. Verso 44. Matthew 12, verse 44. Verso 44. Then saith, he, then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. Y entonces dice, volveré a mi casa de donde salí. And when he has come, y cuando llega, he finds it empty. La haya desocupada. Swept. Barrida. And garnished. Y adornada. Then he goeth and taketh with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. Y entonces va y toma consigo otros siete espíritus peores que él. And they enter in y entrado and dwell there. Ahí. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Y el postre estado de aquel hombre vino a ser peor que el primero. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. Así también acontecerá esta mala generación. Okay, now what's the, what's the key word in that whole portion of scripture? Ahora en esa porción, ¿cuál es la palabra clave? What's the key word? ¿Cuál es la palabra clave? Why could that spirit come back and live there again? ¿Por qué pudo ese espíritu regresar y morar ahí nuevamente? One key word. Una palabra, una palabra clave. We'll let you know why. That's right. It was vacío. How's it say in Spanish? Vacío. Vacío. It was empty. I mean, it was clean. Estaba limpia. I mean, after that spirit went out, they went in there and they cleaned everything up all real nice and everything. They put little adornos in every part of the house, you know, and. Cuando el Espíritu salió, limpiaron la casa, la adornaron bonita. And, and they, they put little things there. And, and, cositas. And the Spirit came back, oh, wow. Y el Espíritu regresó y dijo, wow, qué bonito, ¿no? Adornado. Because it was still empty. Porque aún estaba vacía. Amen. Amen. 
right? I know uh, the, the ministry of deliverance was one third of Christ's ministry. Yo sé de que el, el ministerio de liberación fue una tercera parte del ministerio de Cristo. There were three parts to his ministry. Uh, tres, tres partes de su ministerio. Teaching, eh, habían tres partes, ¿no? Healing, la sanación and deliverance. y la liberación. Three parts to his earthly ministry. Tres partes del ministerio terrenal so que tuvo. deliverance is important. Así que la liberación es importante. And we, I want to believe God to, to, to deliver us. Yo quiero creer en Dios de que nos liberte. But the biggest problem I've seen in deliverance ministries is this. El gran problema que he visto en ministerios de liberación you es cast este. the spirit out of the person. Que para sacar un espíritu de la persona. You cast it out. Que le sacas. And the person remains clean. Y la persona permanece limpia. But empty. Pero vacía. Right? Mm? And the same thing happens again. Y lo mismo pasa otra vez. So that's why this is the whole idea. God says, look, there's certain things. Y esta es toda la idea. Dios dice, hay ciertas cosas. See, God delivered them out of Egypt. Dios les libertó de Egipto. That was important. Eso fue importante. Just delivered them, took them right out, miraculously. Les, les libertó, les sacó milagrosamente. But in Canaan, Pero en Canaan, it was different. Fue diferente. It was by little and by little. Poco a poco. Little by little. Poco a poco. The Israelites had to fight. Los israelitas tuvieron que pelear. They had to multiply. Tuvieron que multiplicar. They had to be strengthened in God. And they had to possess the land. And by possessing the land, the enemies would be driven out. Amen? Okay. So that's the whole concept. That the, the purpose of this journey was to dispossess all those wicked nations. Now God told Abraham about this. I want to show you in Genesis 15. We'll look at this more uh, perhaps next week uh, about Abraham's walk of faith. But even before they, uh, even before uh, hundreds of years before in fact it says here uh, this, uh, even 400 years aún 400 años atrás, before Israel even left Egypt antes de que Israel saliese de Egipto, God was, had spoken to Abraham. Dios había hablado con Abraham and of course we won't get into all the details here but God prophesied Abraham y no entraremos en todos los detalles pero aquí Dios profetiza a Abraham says this in verse 13 Genesis 15 Genesis 15 15 verse 13 dijo entonces Jehová Abraham ten por cierto que tu descendencia morará en tierra ajena y será esclava y será oprimida 400 años who can tell me what that nation's name was y quién me dice qué nación fue esa no uh, yeah Egypt that's right Egypt was the nation that would afflict the Israelites for 400 years Egipto era la nación que oprimiría a Israel por 400 años right until a pharaoh rose up that didn't know Joseph, right? Hasta que otro faraón se levantó que no conocía a José. So God's telling Abraham all about this. Así que Dios le está diciendo a Abraham todo acerca de esto. He told him all about it. Él le dijo todo. He knew about it ahead of time. Ya sabía por adelantado. No, he was not finished there. Pero no termina ahí. Verse 14. Verso 14. Also that nation, the Egyptians, whom they shall serve, will I judge. Dice más también a la nación que es Egipto, ¿no? a la cual servirán, juzgaré yo. And afterward, 
Y después, they're going to come out with great substance. Con gran Remember the Israelites, they spoiled the Egyptians? Abraham knew all about it. <laughs> God told him ahead of time. Okay, verse 15. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, and thou shalt be buried in good age. Good old age. Verse 16. But in the fourth generation, they shall come hither again for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full read that once again do you see what's happening there? now at this time in history the one the people that lived in Canaan the land of Canaan were the Amorites okay. and we'll be studying about the Amorites later on but, but they were the main nation living there at that time in other places in the scripture God often refers to all the nations in Canaan as the Amorites in other parts of the scripture God often but what is God telling Abraham right here? Listen to it. What is he telling Abraham? Abraham? He says, look, I can't take you there now. You can't possess it now. Why? Because the iniquity of the Amorites is not fulfilled yet. It's not fulfilled yet. In other words, they're pretty bad right now. But they're not bad enough. I'm going to let them get so bad that they stink. And in the fourth generation, I'm going to take you there. I'm going to take your seed there and drive them out. And go on in verse 18. In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, and the Kenizzites and the Cadmonites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Rephaims and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Girgashites and the Jebusites. You're going to say those all by heart one day. Go ahead, read it, Martin. That's good for him. La tierra de los Ceneos, los Ceneseos, los Catmoneos, los Eteos, los Fereseos, los Rafaitas, los Amorreos, los Cananeos, los Gergeseos y los Aguseos. Can you say amen to that? Now, all those words mean beans to you right now, right? Just beans, right? But, but uh, when we study, we see this study more and more, each one of those will have meaning for you. Okay, so back to this main point, though, is that the, one of God's purposes was this. Letting the wickedness and perversion of the nations in Canaan come to us. God's going to take a people trained in holiness trained in righteousness trained in God's ways and 
put them in contrast to those people. Y les pondría en contraste a estas naciones. And prove that God's ways are the best. Que los caminos de Dios son mejores. Can you say amen? Amen. <laughs> God has a wonderful plan. Dios tiene un plan maravilloso. And you can see on point B here on that same page of God's purpose. Y pueden ver en el punto B en la misma página del propósito de Dios. It's God's desire for a people to serve him in holiness. Es el, el, el deseo de Dios de tener un pueblo que le sirviese en santidad. See, that's what God really wants. Y eso es lo que en verdad Dios quiere. Look with me, if you will, two more verses and we'll finish tonight. Exodus chapter 19. Veamos dos versos más para terminar y en Éxodo capítulo 19. Exodus 19. Éxodo 19. Exodus 19 verses 5 and 6. Just read that in Spanish for us. Éxodo 19 versos 5, 5 y 6. Ahora pues si dieres oído a mi voz y guardares mi pacto, vosotros seréis mi especial tesoro sobre todos los pueblos, porque mía es toda la tierra. Y vosotros me seréis un reino de sacerdotes y gente santa. Estas son las palabras que dirás a los hijos de Israel. Amén. That's what God's desire was to have a holy people. Es el deseo de Dios tener un pueblo santo. Amen. And what makes the light look bright? ¿Y qué hace que la luz resplandezca aún más o brille más? When it's contrasted with darkness. Cuando se entra en contraste con las tinieblas. In Isaiah the prophet says this. En Isaías el profeta nos dice. Arise and shine. Dice levantaos o Levántate y resplandece. When gross darkness covers the people, y cuando las tinieblas curan a todo el pueblo, then will a light arise upon my people. Entonces una luz se levantará entre mi pueblo. Amen. Let's close by reading Luke chapter one. Y para cerrar leamos en Lucas capítulo uno. And you remember when uh, John the Baptist's father Zacharias, when his mouth was finally opened. Y recuerdan cuando el padre de Juan el Bautista Zacarías su boca fue finalmente abierta. And he began to prophesy. Y él empezó a profetizar. Look how he prophesies. Miren cómo profetizó. This is what he says. Y eso fue lo que él dijo. He says in verse 68, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. En el verso 68 lleno del Espíritu Santo. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for He has visited and redeemed His people. Se bendito el Señor Dios. Israel que ha visitado y redimido a su pueblo. He's raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Nos levantó un poderoso salvador en la casa de David su siervo. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets which have been since the world began. Como habló por boca de sus santos profetas que fueron desde el principio. And he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets. I'm sorry. Uh, Verse 71, yeah. That we, may, we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Salvación de nuestros enemigos y de la mano de todos los que nos aborrecieron. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember His holy covenant. Para hacer misericordia con nuestros padres y acordarse de su santo pacto. The oath or the covenant which He swore to our father Abraham. Del juramento o pacto que hizo Abraham, nuestro padre. That He would grant unto us que nos había de conceder we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies que librado de nuestros enemigos might serve him without fear sin temor le sirviesen in holiness en santidad and righteousness y en justicia all the days of our life delante de él todos nuestros días amen how many want to get a hold of that promise for your life cuántos quieren agarrar esta promesa amen you might want to just take it and go back to where this guy has his nose up in the air there and and where it says key references from the new testament y si se van a esta página donde dice 
uh, referencias clave del Nuevo Testamento. Quizás pueden escribir esa escritura ¿no? en el capítulo 1 de Lucas. From 68 to 75. Del verso 68 al verso 76. Porque se está refiriendo nuevamente a ese pacto. It's a promise. Es una promesa. And it's applicable to our lives today. Aplicable a nuestras vidas hoy. We can claim that promise. Podemos clamar esa promesa. And it can be real for us. Y puede ser real para nosotros. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So, I think we'll stop here with that and, and uh, what we'll look at next week as you can see on the outline is the uh, covenant which is our security for the journey. Y lo que vamos a ver como pueden ver en el, aquí en nuestros bosquejos es de que veremos el pacto o, o la seguridad para nuestra jornada. It's our security. Dice la seguridad. Our insurance. Nuestra, uh, nuestra seguridad. And what we're going to do is look at seven reasons why God chose to work in, in work in, uh, within the confines of a covenant. Y vamos a ver siete razones por las cuales Dios escogió obrar en los confines de un pacto. Amen. We want to look and understand that some of the benefits of that, the purpose of that. Y vamos a ver a, a los quizás los beneficios ¿no? de, uh, de, de de esto un pacto. Why God works through covenants. Porque Dios obra a través de un pacto. What it means for us. Lo que quiere decir a nosotros. And how we can be sure that God is a covenant keeping God. Cómo podemos estar seguros de que Dios es un Dios que guarda sus pactos. Can you say hallelujah? Amen. Hallelujah. God who cannot lie. Dios que no puede mentir. Can you say amen? Amen. I tell you, the devil wants to tell you God's a liar. That's what he did in Garden of Eden. That's what he's doing today. But he's the father of lies. God is a God of truth. He's a rock. His work is perfect. A God of truth without iniquity. Just and right is he. Amen. Amen. And then what we'll do from that point after looking at the idea of a covenant is how... Uh, on the following page is how God establishes this covenant with Abraham. We're going to see God's part and how Abraham responded. I call it the seven steps of faith. Yo le llamo los siete pasos de fe. Until at the point where that promise could be passed on to his son. Hasta el punto en que esta promesa puede ser transferida o, o heredada a su Amen. hijo. How many know that there was somebody faithful and that's why you and I are here tonight? ¿Cuántos saben de que hubo alguien fiel y por eso estamos hoy acá? Someone gave us the baton in the race. Alguien nos dio el, el baton ¿no? en, la, en la carrera. Somebody. Alguien. And the Bible says there's a cloud of witnesses already watching us. Y la Biblia habla de una nube de, 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 de testigos ya que no, nos miran. Hebrews 12, a cloud of witnesses. Hebreos 12, una nube ya de testigos. Who passed that baton to us? Que han pasado este baton a nosotros. That we can be faithful. Para que podamos ahora so by learning Abraham's walk, así que aprendiendo el caminar de Abraham, we can learn to be faithful also. Podemos aprender también a ser That's fieles. why his whole story is written for us. Por eso toda su historia ha sido escrita para nosotros. That's why it's all there. Por eso está ahí. So we can relate to it. Para que nos relacionemos a ella. Amen. You may, may two New Testament scriptures that you'll want to write down here uh, on that page with the happy little guy there. Under key references from the New Testament. You might want to write down there Galatians chapter 3 and chapter 4. And Hebrews 8 I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter 6, Hebreos capítulo 6, 8, 8, 9, 9, 10, 
y es más todo el libro de Hebreo podemos ver muchos versos acerca de toda esta jornada pero el capítulo 6 la última parte nos habla específicamente acerca del pacto Dios es maravilloso vamos a estar Dios no tenía he didn't have to choose covenant, no tenía por qué escoger un pacto but he did. pero lo hizo he called us unto himself. nos llamó hacia sí mismo He called us to himself to be a people of covenants. nos llamó para ser un pueblo de pacto And he's looking today y hoy mira to see who's going to walk with him by a, covenants. a ver quién va a caminar con él. 